lover's blues sometimes, maybe. But suddenly get child. Disgusting. Lovers say the truth. You are now Lovers walk along every night. Peace and blessings, good people. Welcome to another edition of Insightful Discussions. I'm your host, Dr. Bryant, bringing you another insightful topic. I hope all is well with you and yours during this most tumultuous time. <laughs> tumultuous. I've been trying to use that word for the last week or so. But um, but anyway, I want to come to you guys today to talk about you know a very important topic that I feel is something that we rarely, rarely talk about, but we all experience in one form or another. And, and that is emotional intelligence. Uh, we all experience emotions. We all have uh, moments of sadness, great happiness, anger, love, and all those things, all those emotions, you know, they come at different times and our response to many different experiences. And a lot of the comments, a lot of the conversations I've been having is due to social distancing, there's been a lot of fluctuation of emotions in the work setting, in the school setting. But I want to talk to the people who, you know, are having to change the way they navigate or function in the nine to five setting, you know, having to change your work environment to being at home. And typically a lot of people you know, view their home as their sanctuary, their place of peace and where they go to wind down. Now, the concept of emotional intelligence, I want to spin it and really focus on this aspect of being able to be a leader on your job, being able to control your responses to certain things, to certain Zoom meeting requests, to certain requests about turning your camera on. So these type of things, you know, you may not understand how they're related or correlated to emotional intelligence, but I assure you they are. So let me kind of get into it, man. I, I want to get into this topic. I really, really think it's important. So first question is, you know, what is emotional intelligence? So it is one's ability to manage one's emotions and to understand one's emotions. So in other words, it's to show empathy to speak adequately. So establishing, you know, lasting relationships with others. And, you know, this is very, very important when it comes to the workspace. It's very, very important when it comes to your day to day lives and just how you function as an individual. You know, most people with high cognitive um, intelligence skills uh, acknowledge their emotions. They identify, you know, how they work and they have the ability to control them. So if you look at this concept of emotional intelligence, it's, it's the when it's, it's the when and, and, and how <laughs> it's the, the when you are experiencing certain emotional reactions and how do you navigate those feelings? And also the setting, the setting could very well impact, you know, the, the, the severity of those feelings and how they're expressed and also just your overall, you know, response. So the management and the control, if you don't get anything else from this, 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 this episode, I want you to be able to look at 
emotional intelligence through the lens of managing management and control. All right. So say for instance, you're on a job, right? And you know, your, your manager is giving you a hard time or you are a manager. And, and typically when it comes to those, those positions, you are fully aware of how your emotions can affect others. You are fully aware of how you set the tone. So typically good leaders or leaders in general have the ability to control their emotions. You know, if you look at certain supervisors who are good, they have the ability to come in and rally, rally the troops for lack of better of expressions and really get the, the their employees in a positive space so they can work. And they also cultivate a positive work environment. So why is it important in business to have great emotional intelligence? So if you look at investing, you look at partnerships, you want to make sure that you're speaking to people in a way that they can receive what you're saying. You want to make sure that you're speaking and you're expressing yourself in a way that allows people to want to work with you and work for you, you know? Yeah. So those one of the kind of those things I wanted to hit on that 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 tie into that emotional intelligence piece that people really don't necessarily think about. And because once you you acquire this skill of control and how to use your emotions wisely, your your communication increases, your communication skills increases, your quality of your relationships increase, and you're able to collaborate with people more fluidly. And, you know, also by being fully conscious of what, you know, the opposite may feel um, and what they face when it comes to certain emotions, you know, good manners uh, and how people adapt to certain situations. You know, this make uh, makes this person's management or your management style, you know, more effective and creates a more positive environment. You know, some of the deficiencies in business leadership or just overall workplace leadership when it comes to emotional skills is just human relationships. These things decrease, you know, the performance aspect of those things really are impacted by one's ability to manage their emotions. If you're having a bad day, that does not mean everybody else deserves to have a bad day. That does not mean that, you know, a leader who doesn't have the skills to manage and they act off impulse will negatively affect uh, their employees or their coworkers. You know, they it's that motivation key that really drives people to do better. So poor management of emotions also will have an impression on the choices you take. You know, if you don't know how to manage your emotions then you can react in a way that can cost yourself hundreds, thousands, millions of dollars. It's key. Have you ever made a decision that was a little bit irrational, a little bit based on your emotions at that time? You know, we always say hindsight is twenty twenty, but a lot of times we react to situations through our emotions and it's not a logical response. And though it may be hard to do, but it's very, very critical. You know, you have to be in control as an individual. Uh and emotions, emotions are a powerful thing because we move off how we feel. You know, in, in present day, we, we call it vibes. You know, we get a vibe. And, and that's all connected to how you as an individual can more so read the room and understand what's going on around you. So, again, you know, 
it goes back to the beginning when I said, you know, that management and the understanding piece or just overall looking at how these emotions impact the things around you. All right, let's get back to it. (laughs) So I want to kind of leave some tips, you know, leave some tips, you know, four steps to start, you know, increasing your emotional understanding, right? First, I want to leave you with, you know, you have to recognize, you know, knowing how you always react is very important. You know, one of the primary steps to becoming, you know, more emotionally competent is to watch your emotions as they seem in situations and conversations and how they emerge, you know, then you qualify them. You know, is, is it necessary for me to feel this way right now? Or is it necessary for me to react in such a way right now? And, and I know it takes practice. It's, it's something that I, I have not mastered yet. It's something that I struggle with as well, but it is very important. You know, you have to be con- become conscious of your emotions. You know, most people do not know if they feel angry, sad, disappointed, or even threatened. You know, discovering what qualifies uh, such emotions gives you the fundamentals to figure all of that out, you know. And secondly, I want to say integrate, you know, you have to vary how you feel from situation to situation. You want to change the way you think, you know, once you're clear on the precise emotion, the second step is to work out uh why that emotion is occurring you know where it came from and what beliefs could be causing your default reaction to said emotion you know become interested in the underlying reason so the why focus on the why uh often you know anger and frustration are very uh irrational you know they're very irrational often now that we have some cases where it's warranted, and we get that. Uh, but once you believe that you're angry or upset, or once you believe that you're offended, once you believe that you know so you've been done wrong, it's very, very hard to backpedal from that. You know, it's very, very hard for you to change your v- viewpoint or your perception of that situation, and your ego may feel threatened. And you know, once we start to think with our ego. You know, we can lead ourselves in the world of trouble. Uh, But the more honest you are with yourself, the faster you'll find the source of your emotions and understand what they are. And then you can finally take that step back and start to say, well, okay, I'm going to use this approach. I'm going to use that approach. So you integrate new approaches and new strategies. All right. Next, we have control. You have to control your emotions and you do this by, you know, constantly, you know, choosing how you want to react to how you like realize certain situations are occurring. You know, control them. You have the power. Don't do if you feel like you want to say something smart, you feel like you want to type that email up that's kind of not workplace appropriate, <laughs> you know, you know, take a step back and, and and think about what you're doing and what you're saying and the consequences of it all, you know, because you are in control. No one should be able to make you feel a certain type of way. Uh, if someone does, it's because you allow it, you know, and I, all of our thresholds are 
a little bit different than others. All of us can't can't really take people talking to them in a certain type of way. Some of us are more sensitive than others. But this is the prime reason why practicing understanding multiple uh, emotional intelligence is key. Because it can also allow you to look at other aspects of your life so that you are in the driver's seat to change and understanding. You know, if you feel if you continue to feel angry from a certain situation, you know, ask yourself if you would like to react consistently in this way through your emotions. Or is there a more logical approach? You know, whatever you decide to do, you know. Know that the outcome is is your responsibility. It is that it is your consequence. All right. Next, I want to say, you know, express, you know. If you are offended, if you have things that happen to you in life that really moves you in a different way, it is okay to express it, express it, you know, articulate yourself in a way in which it is professional and you get your point across. You know, I, I feel like in the work setting right now, we're we as a culture are learning emotional intelligence. We call it the clapback. <laughs> you know, and it can be kind of funny. You you get on social media now and you see a lot of people using what's the appropriate way to uh clap back via email. And you'll go on Twitter and you'll see whole threads of people, you know, saying or get, providing examples of what they did in the workplace. Uh from a, a inappropriate comment from a from a colleague. And I think communication is key. You know, the more and more we express ourselves to people, we express our our interests, but we also express our boundaries to other people, then we start to create a more enriched conversation and we can have a dialogue that promotes the success of those boundaries that promotes the success of understanding amongst two different people who have two completely different mindsets. You know, uh, it is very, very important that when we do start to express, we be very mindful of our word selection. The words in which you use to express yourself uh, can be freeing, but also crippling. You know, be very careful in how you express yourself. You know, but speak your truth. Speak your truth. And lastly, what I will leave you with here is just a, a strategy to to do when you are in a situation where emotions are high and you're on that brink of reacting in one way or another. Try deep breathing. You know, deep breathing is a very, very effective <laughs> strategy and exercise that many people use for many different reasons. Uh, we're going to speak about, you know, anxiety in a, in a couple of weeks. And, you know, with anxiety, with different emotions, different reactions, breathing, taking a deep breath, counting to five, counting to 10, you know, or even just one. Uh, uh, inhale, exhale. Before you open your mouth or before you do something that could potentially put you in a negative situation. These are all things that allow you to control your emotions and gives you a minute to allow your brain to just process things. To see what's going on, you know. 
And I hope you find that effective. You know, uh, one of the reasons why I'm, I'm going to wrap it up. But one of the reasons why, you know, I wanted to speak on this topic today is because it, it is a different environment. And we've been dealing with the pandemic for about a year now. And the workplace is changing. And I think people are waiting to for things to go back and be to be normal. But this is the new normal. This is uh, how we see things, how things are going to move in the future. You're going to have the workplaces are going to look vastly different than they have in the last 20 years, last 10 years, last five years. So understanding that those emotional intelligence and having those emotional intelligence skills to be able to recognize, understand and process your emotions so that you can communicate better, so that you can be better, so that you can function better, not only in the workplace, but in your relationships, in your uh home environment, and also in your peer groups, your friends, your colleagues, you know, because it's highly important. And I wanted to just kind of touch on, you know, the workplace environment simply because (laughs) a lot of my people are are going through it right now in the workplace. And just I just want you to remind you of those emotional intelligent pieces, intelligence pieces, right? And do your Googles, do your research on your own, find you a book on emotional intelligence. You know, is that something that you struggle with? If if you find yourself in situations where you're always, you know, speaking aggressively or you're always offended, you know, sometimes it's good to take a step back and ask yourself why, you know, why you're offended. You know, why, why do these words hurt? And you'll be shocked that it could lead to some type of personal growth. So, that is what I leave you with. I thank you for listening. I appreciate your time. Please, please, if you have not done so yet, uh, go on Amazon, type in self-love or digital lust, uh, defining love in the social media era. It is on sale now with the highly uh, attractive new price. <laughs> and also we have the same book, uh, not the same book, but the same platform on Amazon. Just type in Healing Over Time, Accept, Identify, and Release. That is another book that I published last year in 2020, and it is amazing. The feedback from that has been uh, pretty, pretty good. And I, I just thank you all for continually supporting me and pushing me to grow, man. You know, uh, being more consistent, dropping episodes every week. And I just thank you for listening. I thank you for supporting uh, if you keep supporting me, I keep, you know, enlightening and entertaining and educating you uh, until next time. Peace and blessings.